I'm sick as fuck. But I'm trying to put out some content. Uh, I think today might be the day if I can uh, if I keep my engine going uh, that I'll, I'll put out these other episodes and you'll you'll hear me talking about them in the episodes of like putting on other episodes. So it's just a mishmash of shit uh, today. Um, but there are a couple of, of points that I wanted to talk about. Um, again, this fucking topic keeps coming up. And it's a really dumb topic. It's called reparations. Um, Danny Glover, who was in Lethal Weapon, the Lethal Weapons franchise with uh, Mel Gibson. So, I don't know. I just assumed he was cool. Uh, he's calling for reparations. And they didn't think this through. This is the dumbest, stupidest fucking thing. Um, mind you... When reparations came out soon after we abolished slavery, it was Republicans that were attempting to give the freed slaves reparations, which is what you hear about when it comes to the 40 acres and a mule for the shit that they had gone through. That made sense. That made total sense. I would have been all for that. I would have voted for it. Guess who didn't vote for it? The Democrats. Now, of course, if I were to say that to Jank Yerger or Kyle Kalinske or Sam Cedar or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or anybody in the left, they would bring up, well, there was a switch between the parties. And I've talked about the switch before. It's a load of shit. Unless you have, from both parties, and this is what I'm going to start holding it as, uh, because I haven't really defined it very well, I think. Uh, unless you have... Over 51% of each party that switched to the other party. Oh, fuck. This is a bad turnaround spot. I'm driving. Unless you have over 51% of both parties who switch and announce that they are switching parties in total. I Man, I don't know if that if that's enough for it to actually be a full-on switch. You don't have a switch. And it never happened. You know, 10 guys from one party switching over happens every fucking year. It's not... Oh, man, do I have to turn all the way? Oh, suck me sideways. Fuck. Um, God damn it, dude. I'm driving around right now on these fucking streets. Listen, Michigan's cool. I like the state. It's a good state. There's a lot of shit to see. There's a lot of fucking nature and water and uh, rivers and shit, but I swear to God, I mean, this is, it's supposed to be the Motor City is in the state, and the streets are so fucking stupid. We have something called the Michigan left. A Michigan left is at a major intersection. You can't fucking turn left, so you have to turn right, get into the, uh, the middle, or whatever the fuck they call that, and I can't think of words because I'm a little sick. And do a turnaround there. And then go straight through the intersection a quarter mile down the goddamn road from which you came. It's so dumb. Um, and then in some parts, like the area that I just left out of, I was in the far left-hand lane. I'm going to get back to my point I was making. But in the far... Oh! In the far left-hand lane, I'm turning right 
And as I go to turn right, the people across from me are turning left and they get a light. Um, and it can cause an accident. It is fucking stupid. Fuck, where was I? Oh, the switch. So that never happened. There was never a, a an understanding between the parties and people coming out and announcing that the whole party was switching over to the other side. It never happened. It is a flat-out lie. It never happened. Oh, the Southern Strat... I don't give a fuck about the Southern Strategy. It wasn't an all-out party thing. The whole party did not switch over. The Democrats have always been the Democrats. The Republicans have always been the Republicans. Have there been some people who've switched? And I've even extended out an olive branch and said, all right, dude, if you can find where all of these people who were once Republicans switched over to the other side. Even then, nah, I don't know. I guess, maybe. But that never happened. It never happened. Just because a handful of guys from one party switches over, it doesn't mean that there was an actual switch of parties and ideologies and things of that nature. Because it's you would be betraying everything that a party stood for. And that never happened. The Republicans, at one point, weren't for the collective ideal and and things of that nature. It never happened. And same with the Democrats. It just, it never, ever happened. And they keep touting it out as if it did. No, dummies. The Democrats have always been the bad people. And even in this age of McCarthyism, why would they... Since it's such a big deal. And this goes actually back to like Kyle Cashin, what I was talking about in my last episode. He said some things when he was 16. He said some things when he was 16. Tell me one 16-year-old who doesn't say some stupid shit. I said a lot of stupid shit all the way up until now. (laughs) And seemingly, I will continue to say dumb shit that I may not necessarily mean. Um... And it goes to show you, in some cases, why I I delete an episode. Because maybe I was saying some shit that I didn't actually mean, but I got excited and I said stupid things. Shit happens. I mean, for fuck's sake. A, a perfect example. I was talking about how uh, Daryl got a hold of me and, uh, you know, con- corrected a couple of things that I meant, but I didn't say. You know what I mean? And um, it's like, yeah, okay, that's, that, yeah, makes sense. Thank you, Daryl. Uh, I did mean hot topic, not Spencer's. Um, so in this age where you have Kyle Cashew, who is getting his application rescinded because he said some mean things when he was younger, when he was 16, uh, if that's the case, why in the fuck are you a Democrat? They created, even if there was a switch, the Democrats still created the KKK. they created the KKK why are you a part of that party if that's your big thing oh I can't even be associated with a group of people that at one time a fucking hundred and so many years ago created one of the the most vile groups of people that we can think of but no fuck it I'm going to stay with this party because I'm a piece of shit (laughs) because we're different now Oh, really? Uh, you guys practice identity politics and are absolutely racist against white people. 
Your whites are racist against white people. It's double think. It's 1984. And double speak. So anyway, Danny Glover, who I thought was cool, is up there running his mouth about reparations. Again, they have not thought this shit through. They really haven't. How do you intend to get the money? And who's going to pay up? I can only assume, based off of all that I know about the left, that they, these mouth breathers, these fucking knuckle draggers, who aren't tough, mind you, because they drink a lot of soy, um, they just want to tax white people. It's this like weird fairy land that they live in of where money comes from. And they don't, they don't realize that it's going to come back on them eventually. Well, I get a free Obama phone. No, dumbass. It's not free. It comes from somewhere. Those phones aren't made for free, which means somebody has to pay for it. Well, it t- comes out of taxes. We're the most wealthy nation. We should be able to afford it. We're the wealthiest nation, you cunt, because we don't give away free shit all the time. Yes, we do give away some free shit, and then you have people like me that are like, Stop it! Stop giving away free shit! Stop give, stop taxing me, my money, you fuck, and giving it away to someone else who is not a goddamn earner. Or subsidizing, even, listen dude, even in cronyism, I hate cronyism. The fact that uh, major corporations and shit... Uh, lobby to get their way. They pay $5 million in order to get like a fucking $500 million kickback or whatever. Uh, no, that's called cronyism. That's not capitalism. It happens in, in uh, co- uh, socialism as well. There is such thing as crony socialism. It's bad. It's a negative. We shouldn't allow it. We should be fighting against it together. And yet you have idiots like AOC who thinks it's actual... Uh, capitalism. You fucking moron. God, she's so stupid. What was the thing that she just got into lately? I mean, she did do the... She did the thing with the uh, garbage disposal. It's like, bitch, you're younger than I am. Really? You're gonna pretend that you don't know what a, a fucking garbage disposal... It made a noise and it scared me. I think there's a lot of noises that probably scare you because you're a moron. <laughs> What's that noise? No, that's just you thinking. <laughs> I know I'm making fun of low-hanging fruit, but I'm I'm not too petty for that. Um So reparations. Uh, again, did you know that there were black people that owned slaves? So, you know, you I guess you would have to tax their descendants. And then, what about the black people who came over from Africa? who weren't slaves. Oh, there's been many of them. They're called immigrants. Actual immigrants. Happening after the 1900s. And certainly after the 1950s. There's been plenty of um, blacks who came over from Africa and immigrated here to have a life here. What, do they get money? That's fucked up. They didn't have shit happen to them. And maybe they might be descendants of the black people in Africa that sold other black people into slaves, into slavery. <laughs> what do you do there? Um, did you know that there were Native Americans that had black slaves? Ooh, what do you do there? And what about all the white people that didn't own slaves, you fucks? Are you going to tax them? 
it, what I'm getting at is how do you tax whom and why would you? None of us had slaves. This was actually a point that my sister made, Brain's wife, and I applaud her a lot. I, I'll say 90%. But nah, yeah, I'll say 90% because I think there was a certain amount of percentage that she didn't realize what would happen as she was saying it. She was at my house. Everybody was at my house. My mom was cooking in the kitchen. My mom's the... Um, now, sadly, when it comes to poli- when it comes to politics, I have two separate moms, right? I got political mom and normal mom. And the political mom has um, went over completely all the way to Democrat. Now, she's always been a Democrat, but I thought she was a little bit more like, I don't know, fucking middle-of-the-road Democrat. Because she... We grew up very conservative, and both of my sisters will admit it. They'll they'll point that out too. Um, you know, you you never quit a job before you have another job, and you you're gonna work. You need to clean. You need to take care of your own shit. You know, don't rely on the government. Shit like that. Very conservative. <coughs> uh, excuse me. And uh, so now my mom is, I would say, probably self-hating. You know, she said some. She has said some crazy shit. She called me racist at one point. She knows all of my friends that I've ever had. The friends that I'd have come over and spend the night with us. Sorry, dude. If I'm a racist, I'm not gonna ever have black people stay the night at my house. And I've had plenty of times where uh, my black friends would stay the night at the house and wake up to my mom with her goddamn scorpions blaring on the radio and vacuuming at 8 o'clock in the morning. We'd stayed up till fucking 4 o'clock in the morning, and then I would have to clean while my friends got to play video games. Happened a lot. Um, my mom has said shit like, uh, I went to an all-white school. Well, yeah, because there it, at that time, there was more all-white schools just based off of natural... Migration in the United States. So anyway, she'd say I went to an all-white school and that fucked me up. <laughs> what? I called her out on it. She tried to get past it. I was like, what'd you just say? And she was like, what? And then she mentioned something else. I'm like, no. I said, you just said that you went to an all-white school and it fucked up. It fucked you up. And then she mentioned that she went to another high school and tried to argue that that... It, <laughs> I can't say the cities. Right, because I'm I have this whole you know I you don't know who I am shit, but she said another city um, that she went to high school in which would have been far more white. <laughs> She's like, no, there was more black people there. I'm like, nah, I don't know. But anyway, so my sister said, none of us own slaves. There's no one alive today that owns slaves, and there's no one alive today that was a slave, nor were there, and I'm saying, I'm saying, just, I'm like paraphrasing, nor were their parents, nor were their grandparents, or great-grandparents. There's no one alive today that had anything to do with slavery, whether being a slave or owning a slave. And uh, what was the next thing she said? She said that, which was an excellent point, it's a point that I've pointed out before, and then she went on to, uh, I think she said, these people are like, you know, the Democrats or whoever were, were trying to get reparations or whatever it was, the hating on white people for slavery. She was like, fuck them. And man, dude, she was not ready <laughs> for my mom to come out of that kitchen. 
because my mom had heard it <laughs> and she came out and I'm sitting there laughing because once my mom found out I wasn't going to vote for Hillary Clinton, I was the golden boy before that. I was, I was just in comparison to how bad my sisters were when they were teenagers and in their, their 20s. My sisters were, I mean, I think they're great, you know, uh, but my sisters got into a lot of trouble, I'll say that. They got into a lot of trouble and it caused a lot of heartache for my mom. <clears throat> and so in comparison, in contrast, I was a fucking angel and I was the golden boy. Um, I just didn't get into trouble is basically what it was. And I mean, I always told my mom I loved her and would, you know, tell her shit like that because she was the one parent that was always there for me. And I know this is a long story, but, uh, since I told her that I had fallen from grace with my mother and, uh, I'm now at the same level as my sister's. And in some cases, my sisters are ahead of me. It's a very weird feeling for me. <laughs> I mean, I tried very hard not to get in trouble. And now, now because I, I voted a certain way, I'm at the same spot. It's, it's f kind of fucked up. Not kind of. It is. And, uh, and my sisters love it, especially my oldest, the one that I'm telling the story about right now. She loves it. And, uh, but that brought her a couple of reins down. And when my mom came in and fucking started in with her shit, <coughs> I was just looking at my sister laughing going, God, how's it feel? <laughs> you only had it for a little bit. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> so yeah, they just don't, they, and that's the, that should be the point across the board. You can't tax any of us. No one for the past six, seven generations on average had anything to do. And even back when slavery was a thing, it was only, I want to say, I'm, for some reason, I got the number four in my head. I know I've said the right percentage at one point. But um, no one, I'm sorry, only 4% of the population of whites back during the times of slavery, all the way up until 1865, um, only 4% owned slaves. Of all white people. What do you do? That means the vast, vast, vast majority, over 96% of white people did not own slaves, did not participate in slavery. And in fact, well over half of them fought a war to end it. Like, what the fuck, dude? Do the people that fought a war, do their descendants, like, get a pass? Hey, by the way, your grandparents fought to end slavery. You don't have to get taxed for this reparation shit. Uh, long story short, it's not going It's not going to pass. And people like me are going to fight against it tooth and nail. I'm not fucking getting taxed to give somebody. And, and for anybody, and I don't give a shit what color you are, if you're fighting for reparations, you are a lazy piece of shit. I detest you. Danny Glover, go fuck yourself. You piece of garbage. I like your character that you play more than I like you. And by the way, I didn't like the color purple. Was that what it was that he was in? No, it was another one that was actually... You know what? I need to take that back. The movie that I'm thinking of, in which he was fucking a ghost. He was having sex with a ghost. What was it? I want to say Oprah was in that one. Maybe it wasn't the color purple. I know she was in the color purple. What was the one where Danny Glover was in it and he was fucking a ghost? And the the ghost chick or whatever, you got, it, it was full frontal. You got to see her big-ass hairy bush. Um, she was in one of the Mission Impossible movies, I think, with Tom Cruise. 
Ah, I tried to I tried to do a little slight against uh, Danny Glover on that. It didn't work out very well because I actually did like that movie. Shit. Um, but other than that, Danny Glover's a shithead. And uh, and fuck you, Danny, Dick. Uh, because all that all that can be in order to pay any kind of reparations is going to be a tax on basically all white people. They're going to, it's, it's just not going to happen. I don't see it happening, but they're attempting it. They're doing it again. And it's super stupid. It's really quite dumb. Scoozy, man. Actually, I'm not feeling too bad right now, but on top of the whole race thing, Yesterday on InfoWars, uh, one of my, this dude is one of my favorites. I remember when he first came out, I want to say in 2015, before he actually got a job at InfoWars when they, when uh, Alex Jones was uh, touting his video. Uh, Owen Schroyer, this is where AIDS Skrillex and Carl the Cuck came from. Uh, Owen Schroyer was debating a whole bunch of people in this crowd. I can't remember what city. I want to say maybe Chicago. He was outside of a capital somewhere debating these guys. And, um, oh, fuck. I took a serious wrong way. Suck me sideways. Fuck's sake. Oh, I got way too into what I was talking about. Shit. Um, ah, fuck it. I'll keep going. They'll still be there. Anyway. <coughs> um... <coughs> So yeah, he uh, he debated this whole group of people. It's where Carl the Cuck and Eight Skrillex came from, and uh, and then he got a, a show on Alex Jones' show um, now called the War Room, and he's a really good reporter there. Uh, I think it was an excellent pickup, and since Alex is going to end in about five years, I mean we'll see. I imagine he'll probably go on a little bit longer than that. Alex Jones is like ten years older than me, I think. I think he's like in his four mid forties, mid to late forties. So I think he's got shit. He's got like 15 years to go on this shit. But, um, yeah. Uh, so Owen, Tro- Owen Troyer, um, if you don't, if you've never heard about him or anything, just check out his shit. It's really good. Uh, pretty good debater. Um, he yesterday at a show said something and he was, well, he was talking about, uh, Barack Obama. It was basically calling him a traitor and, while talking about it, he he said something along the lines of, find the tallest tree and a rope. Find the tallest tree and the longest, no, find the tallest tree and the shortest rope or something like that. Um, and so the left got hold of it and they went psycho. And they are saying, oh, he's calling for the lynching of Obama because he's black. Um... Owen Schroyer, by the way, he, he uh, responded to that claim and he said, what are you supposed to do? What are, what is the penalty for traitors? Because Obama and his administration and Hillary Clinton, they are all traitors. They all committed treason. Sending $40 billion to Iran is an act of treason. Again, shit happens and like people are just, oh, well, yeah, he's the president, you know, it's what he's... No, dude, he sent $40 billion to Iran, who is not friendly to the United States of America. $40 billion goddamn dollars. That is treason. He should be tried for treason. Fucking Ben Shapiro, 
<coughs> whether you like them or not, wrote a whole fucking book about it. And it was accurate about all of the treasonous things that Obama did and his administration while in office in eight years. Any one of those goddamn things... Oh, fuck me, dude. I just added six more minutes. Where in the fuck am I? Shit. Where in the fuck am I? M5. What? Dude, I am so lost right now. I had my head down for, oh, five minutes faster. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm gonna go this way. Um, what am I doing on gas? Nice, quarter tank. So uh, so now he's in a little bit of hot water, all the major, uh, and he's not in hot water. He's not in trouble. It's people are taking his shit out of context and trying to uh, paint him as some kind of a black hater and a fucking... Um, racist and all this other shit and, and calling for a lynching on shit. Shut up. He's not trying to lynch anybody. Well, yeah, he's not trying to lynch somebody because they're black. He's going after Obama as he has always done because Obama was a traitor to the United States of America. He was a liar. And it's, and, and I know I, that's kind of one of the things I hate calling somebody a liar, even though he did lie about a lot of stuff. It's like, well, we're kind of all liars. We've all lied about stuff. So I don't know if I can necessarily I like using that part. But he did lie about a lot of really important stuff. Um, well, Donald Trump's a liar. Yeah, well, so are you. So am I. So is everybody. We've all lied about shit. I just lied about something the other day. Do you think I'm going to tell my wife something that she doesn't want to hear? Having been with her now for, what, six years? And knowing what happens? No, fuck that. I will lie through my teeth. As long as it's not something super major big that, you know, it's going to come back on me. If it's something like, hey, do these shoes look right? And if I think they look like shit, I'm going to go, honey, those are gorgeous. You look fucking awesome. You look so good. Want to do it? You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> um, because you got to pick and choose your battles, bro. But I still lied. Well, it's a white lie. It's still a lie. I'm not trying to say, like, well, all lies are equal, but for fuck's sake, dude, I've lied about some shit. <clears throat> um, what's a major lie that I told that if I say it on this, then all of a sudden it get back, gets back to me that I won't get in trouble for? Mm, I don't know. But we've all done major lies, for fuck's sake. I remember when I was younger and telling lies and shit. So anyway, uh, all the way back to it. Yeah, Barack Obama's done some real bad, fucked up shit, and, um, oh, fucking, uh, what's the Fast and Furious? If you don't know what, it has nothing to do with the movies, okay? The Fast and Furious scandal, of which Obama lied about that, too. He tried saying, yeah, we didn't have any scandals while I was in office. Um, dude, you had boatloads of scandals. Uh, Benghazi, that was a scandal. You were in office, you stupid fuck. Um, Fast and Furious, there was another one. How about the $40 billion to Iran? That was another one, you cunt. Um, and the Fast and Furious, what had happened was uh, the United States sold a whole bunch of uh, guns. Who was it to? Mexican cartel? Drug cartel, I think? And then one of them ended up being used to kill an ICE agent or a border agent. Something like that. And, uh, and, and their whole point was was to track them and see, you know, I guess, 
I guess in this major lie, they were trying to say, yeah, the point was to track them so that we could find the drug cartels and shit like that. And they didn't put any trackers in it. It's like, way to go, dumbass. Like, what'd you hope that the the uh, social security number on them would fucking uh, do something? I, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Even with the lie, it doesn't make any sense. You didn't put any fucking trackers in them. You stupid, stupid, stupid person. But, uh, so Owen, Owen, I almost said Owen Wilson, Owen Schroyer, uh, he was pointing all of these things out and said that he should be tried. Well, okay, I'm with you. There's a dude on Twitter that, uh, started pointing all of this stuff out and was like, oh, and they've always said this and they support white supremacists. They're white supremacists are the Proud Boys. It's like, um. God, you guys are reaching, you know, it's just one lie built on another, built on another, and then building others, you know, and, uh, the Proud Boys are not racist, they are more diverse, um, probably ten times as diverse, you know what, fuck it, a hundred times as diverse as Antifa, um, I would argue they're probably more diverse than the, uh, the DNC, the Democratic, um, party, or Democrat party, they're super duper diverse. Uh, that's a lot of weird white, pro-white uh, nationalism for a whole bunch of people who aren't white to, pro- 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 to prop it up. Anyway, um, and that's all he was doing, and it's stupid. Uh, two other little pieces to discuss, uh, and when I say little, I mean little, not super big. Uh, there was a Freemason time capsule opened after a hundred years. I didn't look into it, but, uh, this is, um, if you've, if you've ever watched the movie Lucky Number Slevin, which is a really good movie to watch, got Morgan Freeman and, uh, fuck, what was the main guy's name? I just had it in my head. Uh... He was in a couple of recent really good movies. He was in one movie that was basically an anti-gun movie, but it was fucking really well wrote. It was a cool idea where, like, all the guns got taken away, like, all of them. And now people went, went around. It was kind of, like, old-timey. It was, like, Old West meets, um, like, samurais from Japan and shit. And, uh, and this guy, Josh Hartnell, that's who it was, Josh Hartnell, um, who's in Lucky Number 11. I'll get to that here in a second. But in this movie I'm talking about, um, Josh Hartnell was like this, like, cowboy, and he, like, they all fought with their fists, and he was like a, uh, quick draw, only with his fists, and he could, like, knock a guy out really fast, you know what I mean? Like, it was just a, it was a weird concept, but it was cool, it was, it was interesting, it was, it was a, an independent thought that, uh, whoever this person had that created the whole story, it was really cool, so I enjoyed the movie, even though I'm sitting there going, god damn it, don't you guys realize, you get rid of that second amendment, and we're fucked, but besides that, once you get past that, it's a pretty good movie, but he was in this movie called The Lucky Number Slevin, and they really focus on this idea, um, it's called the Kansas City Shuffle, where we make you focus on something over on the left, and on the right, we're picking your pocket, basically the concept, and, um, um, fuck, what am I talking about, oh, that's what I think this time capsule thing's all about, and I think that's always what it's been about, um, Freemasonry, uh, especially in the first four 
levels. These guys don't know dick about anything that goes on before we pass those first four levels. They are a fraternal organization. The first four is what I'm talking about. Um, the first four fraternal organization, they drink beer, they get cheap beers at their temples. Um, they're, they're, you can be brought in as long as you believe in a um, higher being of some sort, whether it be God or Allah or whatever, uh, you're in. <clears throat> and they do a lot of fundraising and shit like that around the <clears throat> their local places. But um, after the first four, now you start getting into the weird, crazy shit. Um, you know, uh, sorry, I'm trying to drive and talk and look at directions. Uh, after that, you start getting into the weird, crazy rituals, and and um, at one point you gotta you gotta blind be blindfolded and stab a pig who they tell you is a human being, and so you gotta arguably kill someone and you don't you're not really killing them but you think you're killing them and you gotta spit in the cross and you gotta do all sorts of crazy other fucked up shit um Freemasonry is a big bad no-no but they have set it up very well where they are you getting over or are you gonna sit there with your thumb up your ass and your goddamn blinker on get the fuck over asshole Suzuki fuck you and your Suzuki I think that's part of my mom and me right now um, she does that shit. Sounded like her right then. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this whole time capsule thing, I think was like, all right, let's do a time capsule, right? We're going to put all good shit in there in a hundred years or however many, we're going to open it up and there, and we're going to be like, yeah, see, told you we were, we were just cool dudes. We we're just cool dudes sitting around, you know, not circle jerking one another and, uh, you know, talking about, uh, you know, gardening. Um, because obviously it doesn't have a whole bunch of devil worshiping <laughs> in this time capsule, but, um, I, I noticed that and I was like, oh wow. And it's become like kind of a national story that they're talking about. Uh, I can't remember where I got that from. I was, I meant to write it down and I didn't. So bad on me. <coughs> Scoozy. Oh, I'm, t- I'm telling you, dude, I've got something in my head. It's in my head, in my nasal area. In the back of my fucking head, my top of my neck, I got a nice little headache, and then it's in my chest. God damn it, I know it's just going to last for weeks on end. Um, and then to top this episode off, uh, my homie, who I've never met, <laughs> one of my favorite fighters, um, Nate Diaz, is coming back, dude. He's he's going to be fighting here pretty soon, and he's going up against uh, Anthony Showtime Pettis, who I've never been a super big fan of. Anthony Pettis had beat uh, Benson Henderson a while ago when Benson Henderson was a fucking... He was stout, and I think Benson might have beat Nate Diaz at one point by points. Nobody's... You know what? Let me take that back. One person each has outright finished off Nate... Diaz and one person has has finished off Nick Diaz. I think Nick got both of them got knocked out in one fight. I don't know if anybody's ever submitted either one of them. I don't think they have. It's always if somebody quote unquote beats them, and this is what I hate about MMA. There's uh, there's no like law that you have to finish somebody else, and I fucking I would change that in an instant. 
Like, there is no decisions. And I hate decisions, especially when one guy wants to keep going. Or both guys want to keep going, especially the quote-unquote loser. So the only way anybody's ever really been able to beat these guys has been to outpoint them, basically. You know, take them down, hold them down. It's a super boring fucking fight. Uh, when these guys want to get in there and they want to fucking throw knuckles at each other or at, at their opponents and shit. So I'm, I'm happy to see him come back. I'd really like to see him win a championship. I'd love to see him up against, um, what's his name? Khabib Hergamagamargamov. He keeps calling him Kebab. I love it. Um, I love how they have no respect for Islam. It's fucking great. <coughs> um, and for a lot of people, they don't think that the Diaz, or at least Nate Diaz, is all that good. Dude, that guy is so fucking technically sound. you got to really watch his fights. When and, and you can see in the fights that he doesn't really give a shit. He doesn't really want to be there. He's just there for a paycheck. And he, lo- he quote-unquote loses. He, it's When that dude wants to fight, he gets in and fucks people up bad. I mean, for him to do something like he did Donald Cerrone... He was, I think, one of the first people to ever really come in, and he fucking picked him apart like it was nothing. I mean, he, he did not stop going forward. Tagged, I think he set the record for most punches, most, like, serious punches landed in a, in, or most strikes landed in a MMA fight. He, uh, he just fucking decimated him. And at that time, everybody thought T- Cowboy Cerrone was going to... And Cowboy's no fucking throwaway, he's no fucking bitch or anything, he's just got done kicking a whole bunch of people's asses, although I think he did just lose his last fight, but the dude fights like five times a year, it's insane, it's like a year older than me, but yeah, I'm happy to see Nate coming back, I'd love to see Nick come back, looks like he's not going to, from what I've seen, which is sad, because uh, he's one of, certainly one of my favorite fighters, and then on top of all that, you have Chris Lieben, who's now over in the bare knuckle fighting ring, or fighting circuit, and uh, has not lost yet, uh, the first fight that he had, where he fucking, fuck, don't, if you watch the video of his first fight, don't blink, it's over super fast, he knocks this motherfucker out quick, he beats this guy up so fast, and he doesn't quite knock him out, but the guy goes down to his knees, gets up to one knee, and then you can see him shaking his head off, like, I don't know what I just got involved with, but I don't like it one bit, so I'm gonna stay right here, because it seems as though I'm not getting hit right now, and that's where I'm most comfortable, (laughs) like, Chris Lieben is a scary motherfucker, he, I keep seeing comments where they say he was built for bare knuckle boxing, and that he shouldn't have been in MMA, uh, he had a winning record in MMA, he fought some of the best, he fought, he was the first, well, the first guy to ever really knock him out was Anderson Silva, the most winningest champion, or at least, yeah, he was the most winningest champion in maybe all of MMA, but certainly in the UFC as a middleweight, which was the toughest uh, division at the time, um, he was insane, God, he was so good, and he came in and he crippled the crippler. Chris Lieben, he, uh, and I hated him when he first came in, because I was such a big fan of Chris Lieben, and then later, after that, I was like, you know what, maybe he's not so bad, and then I had to respect his fucking striking, Anderson was the fucking best, I wish he would have retired, um, undefeated, it would have been nice, because, uh, I really liked Anderson Silva, but anyway, yeah, uh, Chris Lieben fought some of the best guys in, in the middleweight division in MMA, and, um, 
and stay, still came out with a uh, really, really good record. And uh, it's sad to see that he lost as many as he did. I didn't like that. But, man, the, the thing about Chris Lieben is, had he not been involved with drugs and drinking and alcohol and got addicted to all that, which is what happened, I think he would have been a, he would have been a uh, champion for sure. I love the way that he fought. He goes in not wanting to outpoint somebody. He goes in looking to hurt someone and put them to sleep. I mean, they could be friends after, but in the fight, he's... And I, I just related to him in a lot of ways. You know, he moved around. He's from... Uh, he, he's not from super great beginnings. And, uh, you know, he was he was on his own for a good long time and then uh, got picked on a lot and uh, ended up fighting his way out of it and became... Uh, just a kick-ass dude. Um, he was on the first season of The Ultimate Fighter in which I hated him. I hated him until halfway through when um, when the two guys on that show started fucking with him and fucked with him about his dad. And I know that's kind of a sore issue for me, obviously. And uh, it's where I really started related with, uh, relating with Chris Lieben and um, Josh Koscheck. God, I hated that fucking douchebag. And... Um, and Josh, in their fight, just laid on top of him. Didn't do anything. No damage. Just laid on top of him and outpointed him, which is another reason why I hate fucking MMA decisions. So gay. But um, other than that, so he's got a fight coming up. Um, I think this will be his fourth one against a pretty good guy. He fought Phil Baroni. If anybody knows who Phil Baroni is, he was, uh, he was in the UFC for a bit. I want to say he went to Pride. Um, when Pride was around, he's from New York. He's called the New York City Badass, and uh, and he fought Chris Lieb in bare knuckle. Phil Baroni was just like God. That dude, he was in shape. And uh, now that uh, Chris Lieb is in shape, a lot of people didn't think Chris Lieb was going to fight again because he had serious heart issues because he had gotten into drugs so bad. But so they fought each other, and it was the weirdest fight. Chris Lieb ended up knocking out, I think, knocking him out or TKO and. Phil Baroni in the first round, but it was so weird. Like, Phil Baroni kept trying to, like, go for a double-leg takedown. It's like, dude, that's not... You don't do that here. This is bare-knuckle boxing. Like, you can grapple and stand and grapple, but you can't can't go out and try and do a double-leg takedown. It doesn't doesn't correlate. It doesn't compute. So, um, that was weird. But uh, I think he's either got another fight coming up or he just had one. I watched a video today that I thought it was the one that just happened. If that's the case, dude, Chris Lieben is fucking scary. Because he'd finished this guy pretty fucking quick, too. But um, anyway, yeah, that's com- I think it is coming up. But certainly the Nate Diaz one is. And um, and so I want to I see these guys keep going. I'd love to see fucking Conor McGregor come back soon. Um, I guess Dustin Poirier is fighting Khabib. Kebab. Here pretty soon. I still, I cannot stand... Khabib, can't stand him, and anybody that's in his fucking camp that's ever fucking supported the shit that he that he pulled at the fight with Conor McGregor, jumping into the stands and shit like that, uh, because of his religion, uh, like Daniel Cormier, I have no respect for him anymore, but um, other than that, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal, and hold on a second while I turn this off, because now I gotta get to that point. I'm going to stay right here. As is going to be with this episode today, there is going to be episodes, I think, I think, I mean, you'll see, 
<coughs> either I'll put them all together in one. I'll just title them different inside the titled episode. I'm making this one because I can't get past this idea that, again, as I have stated numerous times in the past, I assume that the the scientific community is correct, that we are on a round earth. <laughs> I know this is a conspiracy theory. Um, we are on a round planet. And that we are revolving, and we are revolving, we're not only turning, but we're revolving around the sun. And I'm okay with that. Again, either either way, I don't give a shit. If we're a flat earth, if we're round, whatever, I don't care. But there's this one thing that I can't help but notice is wrong, and that is... Six months from today, from tonight, I should be looking at a a different set of stars. I should not be able to look up in space at night and see the Big Dipper or the Small Dipper, I don't think. Or at least they should be in a vastly different part of the the, uh, the sky that I'm looking at. So think about it. I wish I could be like in front of you and have two round, two two marbles, and show you what I'm <laughs> talking about. <coughs> I hate being sick. Oh, Lord. Um. So let's say we're all in the United States, and uh, whatever state, whatever country, state you're in, whatever, wherever you are. And right now, as where I'm at is is day. It's four o'clock. Um, so we're going to keep turning. It's going to turn into night and then day, night, day, what have you. And we're turning and we're revolving around the sun. So we're, we're going completely around it in a big circle. So it takes a year to get back to this point from around the sun. <coughs> and at night, at this point today, I'm looking up at the stars and I'm seeing the stars because I'm looking from one side. I'm looking away from the sun. Okay? We're, just, we're fucking following this path. This is true. This is a very fucking true statement. I can't do anything to make it not true unless we're on a flat earth and the sun isn't what we think it is. Other than that, as to what I've been told, we've been told our whole lives, and what science has told us ever since Aristotle, I think it was. Um, so at night, the other side of the earth is facing the sun. We're facing away from the sun. We're looking at the stars. And yes, the stars move as we move until we face the, the sun again. But the thing is, at night... I shouldn't I should be seeing one half of the solar system. I should be looking at the stars. 
And then six months from now, so a half year from now, I should be on the other side of the sun at night staring out to the other half of the fucking universe. But it's not. It's the same set of stars every fucking night in the same positions, but moving as we move. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I'd love for somebody to explain it. If you have the answer, leave a voice message for me. Because <laughs> this shit makes no sense. Um, I've tried to wrap my brain around it. And it keeps leading me away from what we've been told our whole life. Because it, it can't be that way. I can't be on one side of the sun facing the opposite direction of the sun, right? On the other side of the earth, looking at the night sky and looking at all the stars and seeing them. And then a year from now, be on the other side of the sun, looking out on the other side of the earth at the night sky and seeing the same shit. I should be seeing something different. That doesn't make any sense just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I still, and I don't know if it's just because of the indoctrination of having known this my whole life, this one way, and now it's a different way. And it's not, like I said, this isn't a part of my identity. So it's not like crushing me. It's not like making me depressed or sad or anything like that. I'm not going through any stages of grief uh, like I did as I talk about when, when I watched the Zeitgeist movie and and uh, reverted back to atheism or agnosticism. So it's not a part of my identity. I'm not, I don't give a fuck. However, um, it's just something that's there and I'm like, God, this doesn't make a lick of sense. <coughs> so if you have the answer to this, it's sticky. It's like a splinter in my mind. One that's not really deep in the skin type splinter. You know what I mean? Um, it's just fucking... It's just there, just fucking with me. Like, <laughs> you can't get it. You, you can't make any sense of it, fuckface. You know what I mean? That's what it's doing to my brain right now. It's like, God, this just doesn't make sense. It can't be. I cannot, I just can't fathom six months from now how I'm not staring at a different set of stars. I should be looking at something else. You know what I mean? I should be looking at a different set of constellations. So if you have the answer, leave me a voice memo and uh, let me know. Fuck it. If you agree with me, send me a voice memo. Start sending me voice memos. Interact with me on this. Um, I mean, some of you do, but other people, I need you to, to tell me stuff. Tell me if I'm a piece of shit or if you like it. Uh, you can catch me. I haven't been doing this that often, and I need to. Uh, go check out Patriot Prayer with my homie, uh, Louis Boyce. He just had a birthday. Or um, some of the other shit. Oh, check out freespeech.tv, Gavin's new thing. It's hilarious. You get to see a free episode every day. Um, so you got the two podcasts that he has a week, and then a free episode Monday through Friday which is nice, and little little uh, clips of other shit that he does. Um, who and what else? <coughs> um, boys, let me help you out, because uh, this is fucking awesome. 
I've talked about the baby wipes before. I hope you're using them. I do. I still have the cleanest butthole in the room. Um, unless I ever go to prison and then I'm never washing again. They'll have to take the hose to me like in first blood. Um, but there is, God, what is the name of it? It's Gold Bond Spray. This is just to help you out. This shit is phenomenal. Dry balls all day long and I don't need any powder. I don't need the gold bomb powder. So it's the spray. What is it called? Nightshade? Not nightshade. It's like night something. Night something. And it's a spray. And it's in a gray bottle with like a gold cap. It's fucking awesome. Get some of that for you. I mean, it's like seven bucks, but it lasts a while, you know? Um, it's real nice. Real nice shit. So get that. I'm trying to think of other stuff that'll improve your life. Um... Oh, there's a couple of other new things. I did not expect for this episode to be this long. Uh, Akira? Is it Akira? Nikita. No, his name, this is a dude. His name is Nikita Ayama? Nikita something. Just look up Boxer uh, Nikita. And then it'll fill up the last part of his name. He's a white boy with blonde hair. This motherfucker is scary, dude. He's finishing dudes in the first round. I think he, he's only had like five or six fights. Uh, Scusi, he is frightening. Um, he hits guys so fucking hard and, uh, and it's been knocking him out. So I just came across him the other day because some of the shit in my feet is, uh, is boxing, which I still like boxing. Um, I'm just more of an MMA guy. But uh, especially now that uh, it's green, motherfucker. But now that uh, bare knuckle boxing's come out, and there's a couple of other boxers. By the way, uh, I just want to point this out: Muhammad Ali is not the greatest boxer of all time. I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, especially since he uh, he went uh, Muslim and uh, and and threw away his name. Um, I'm not a big fan of him. Never really was, I suppose. Um, I like Joe Frazier a lot more than I liked him. Um, Oh, shit, who was... Oh, I was going to talk about my music. Uh, the type of music that I'm into, if you guys are fucking... <laughs> if you were wondering. Um, I'll tell you this. And I might be one of the very few, and uh, I, I hope not to hurt your feelings, but I might with this. I don't like the Beatles. Now, do they have some songs that are pleasing to the ear? Sure. I'm not saying that that's not a thing. Uh, what is it, Blackbird? It's a decent song. You know, there's a couple of others. Um that are pleasing to the ear. It's just like the Rolling Stones. I'm not a big fan of the Rolling Stones. Yet some of their songs are pleasing to the ear and I can listen to it. I, if we're talking about classic rock, which I do like classic rock, I am a um, Led Zeppelin fan. Fucking A. Letty Z, baby. Um, And Rush, Styx. I love those guys. I'm a drummer, so um, I'm always I'm always into those uh, type bands. Did I say Rush? Yeah, Rush. Fucking Neil Peart, um, John Bonham, fucking phenomenal. Now I've heard some shit about Led Zeppelin stealing people's music. Some uh, some uh, jazz, not jazz. Um, what was it? Blues, blues music and shit. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I really believe that. But even if even if so. Um, I have a, a hard time believing that whoever they stole the music from 
would have made as kick-ass as sounding music. It's almost like the first time I'd be okay with somebody stealing something because they made it better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of shitty to say, but hey, man, I love Led Zeppelin. Um, they got some kick-ass music. However, and, and as I say that, they do have some, some fucking, uh, what's his name? What's the, the most evil man? God damn it. Um, he called himself the Beast in 666. Uh, they got some of his stupid shit in there, too. But so does 311. 311 has a... Was it there? Oh, I'm, in, I'm into 311. I like 311, Deftones. Um, I have a hard time not liking Tool. Uh, wait, did I say that right? I have a hard time not liking Tool. James Maynard Keenan is a... Uh, or at least was a frothing anti-Christian. He hated Christians. He attacked them every time he could. The songs Judith and uh, Judith was a pretty hard one to take. I think I've talked about that before. Um, sober, direct attacks on Christianity. Um, and again, I feel like it was, you know, he had a couple of Christians in his life that were mean, you know, or the asshole type ones that would be like, I'll pray for you, but they didn't say it in a real nice fashion, so it seemed more like, go fuck yourself, as opposed to, I'll pray for you, um, I felt like they got mistreated by some Christians, and they were like, you know what, all Christians are fucking assholes, um, I have a hard time liking people like that, that takes, you know, how somebody treats them, you're, I'm about to do a contradiction here in a minute, <laughs> It takes how a couple people mistreat them, and then they take the whole group and say, you know what, fuck you, you're all bad. You're all the same. My contradiction would be liberals and the left. But hopefully I've explained enough that I hate their ideology. I think in one of the last episodes I even said I pray for them, which I do, and I'm making it more of a, uh, uh, I don't know, a priority in prayer to pray for my, well, I always pray for my enemies and, and forgive them, um, it's a very important thing for people who are Christians to do. Um, and, and I've recently really started praying for the left and for liberals that they'll see the error of their ways and what in the error of their ideology. And my argument is more so either in specific people and their history and judging them based off of their actions um, as well as the ideology. It's absolutely okay to hate an ideology. Um, take a, a child child uh, molesters. You can absolutely hate the, the uh, ideology and there shouldn't be any real backlash to that. However, now the left, and the leftist ideology is starting to team up with them, which is disgusting. Um, I would also argue that those people uh, that have committed some kind of heinous uh, uh, attack on, on any child shouldn't be breathing anymore um, that's not a call to action, that's just what I believe uh, what else music so I'm into, as I said, I'm a drummer I'm into all sorts of music uh, 311, Deftones uh, Chevelle, there's a band that a lot of people don't know called Blindside uh, Missio, M-I-S-S-I-O fucking really good shit in there, and a lot of these bands, uh, I mean, take 311, they're not big Christians, <laughs> um, oh, but they have something, Aleister Crowley, damn it, finally got his name, Aleister Crowley, they have a, um, a song on their second album, was it music, 
where they say, uh, do what thou wilt should be the way of the law, and uh, do what thou wilt came from Aleister Crowley. Um, Jay-Z, not that I'm a fan of Jay-Z, in fact, I would like to fist fight him. Um, Jay-Z is uh, a real piece of shit, and uh, he had a whole brand of clothing um, in which its, its motto was, do what thy wilt. Um, I'm into some rap. Um, Kid Cudi, I think uh, if I had a favorite rapper, it'd probably be B. Probably be B? Probably be Kid Cudi. Uh, who else is in there? Um, I have a whole slew of them. You know when you can't, th- when you're asked something and then you can't think of the answer, but any other time you can think of it? Now it's kind of the case. Um, Jars of Clay, really good. Um, especially their, what is it, their studio? album that they got, and they're a Christian band, um, 21 Pilots, I like them, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of country, and it might sound weird as somebody who was born in the South, raised in the South, and I'm not a big fan of country, uh, I'm not a big fan of poppy shit, I, I don't like, um, uh, processed food, and I also don't like processed music, uh, it's made to be, um, it's made to be pleasurable to, to the ear in order to catch you in. And, and, I, and I just, I don't know, I can't get past the idea of being indoctrinated through the entertainment system. And so uh, I'm, I'm turned off a lot by uh, country. Not to, not to mention a shit ton of it is super fake. You have people like uh, uh, Keith Urban, who's from Australia. It's not that I'm trying to shit on Australia. But as far as I'm concerned, country music is supposed to come from the south of the United States of America, maybe extend out to a little bit of the west, being Texas, you know what I mean? Like, to me, that's what country music is supposed to be. Keith Urban is from Canada, Shania Twain is from Canada, I'm sorry, Keith Urban is from Australia, Shania Twain's from Canada, what? (laughs) Like, that's not the south. Um... Country music, to me, arguably, at least from the United States, uh, is supposed to be sang by people with a goddamn southern accent. And, um, there's a lot of people that, fucking Hootie and the Blowfish switched over because they were broke and needed some money and took a shot and started making country music and then made, it's like, what? Like, that, that should cause Johnny Cage to turn over. Johnny Cage? Did I seriously just say that? <laughs> Fucking Mortal Kombat? Johnny Cash should be turning over in his grave. And yes, I'm a fan of Johnny Cash. Um, uh, so yeah, I like... Uh, I, I more so like bluegrass than I do country. Old school fucking fiddle and some goddamn spoons and an old washboard and just fucking having at it, man. Yeah, I like uh, I like bluegrass uh, more than I do country. Now there's some there's some country guys, some country music that I, I like, um, but we gotta go old school. It's it's uh, and what I mean by old school is maybe like the early '90s at the latest, and all the shit through through uh, through the time there. But um, I like jazz um, as a drummer. It is so fucking hard. I've never I've never taken a lesson. It's always been very raw. Uh, my father didn't even, and I got my drumming, arguably, I guess, from my father, who was a drummer my whole life. He's been a drummer since he was in his, um, 
I think he said the first time he set on set on a set of drums was nine. So um, yeah, I guess he could say that that uh, I got my my drumming from him. But he never really taught me anything. He taught me a couple of paradiddles. Uh, he didn't even teach me how to hit the the uh, the bass drum and the crash at the same time to make that booming crash sound. Um, I had to figure that out on my own. Um, I had to figure out how to keep rhythm, how to do rolls. Uh, it's still, it's weird because I, I kind of liken it to myself of typing. When I type, you're supposed to be able to hit the space bar, like not looking at the at the keyboard. You're supposed to hit be able to hit the space bar with the opposite thumb that you finished a letter with on your opposite hand. So if you hit J is your last letter on the keyboard with your right hand, you're supposed to hit the space bar with your left thumb. I don't do that. I think every time I hit the space bar with my right thumb. Either way, I hit it. I hit the space bar with only one of my thumbs because I learned a weird way. You know, I didn't learn the right way to do it. It's the same with drumming. Um, I start a lot of my rolls with one hand rather than the opposite hand that I, I ended with, um, which is not how you're supposed to do it. I can do it that way. I can play left-handed or open-handed um, drums, um, but I, I just I learned a very raw way. I had to teach myself, and so I I play a very un. What's it called? Not unprofessional. It's obviously unprofessional, but it's unorthodox way of, of playing. So, but anyway, um, what other music? Jazz, jazz is just hard for me to understand because of the offbeats and and uh, and the triplets. I mean, I can play it, but I really I haven't practiced in the longest of times. I don't even have a set now. I have a lot of hardware, but I had sold my set in order to buy another set, and uh, I ended up having bills, which uh, <laughs> I guess happens quite often. So, um, my cousin, so I have, I come from a large family of drummers, oddly on my mom's side. So my dad was the drummer, but on my mom's side, the big Irish Catholic family, we got a shit ton of drummers on that side. So my cousin, um, who's also one of my best friends, he ended up getting a custom made DW set and, uh, it is fucking gorgeous. Um, and so I go over there and practice every once in a while and fuck around on it and shit. Um, I did get to a pretty good level, um, and I, I hope to eventually get a set at some point and, uh, get back into it, but never to, never to play like I'm wanting to join a band and we're gonna make it, that's never gonna happen, of course, that was my, my father's downfall, um, he always thought that he was gonna make it, but he did it playing in a cover band, it's like, you're not gonna make it playing other people's music, you gotta make your own music, that doesn't make any sense. So, um, and plus maybe I think I might have a chip on my shoulder with country music, a lot to do with my father because he went from hard rock or at least what is now classic rock, but hard rock back in the day into country music when he got older because he, he couldn't stand the speed and how loud it was and all that other fun stuff. So, um, all of that being said. What else? Uh, yeah, I liked, oh, uh, drum, well, it used to be considered drum and bass, and now is, uh, dubstep. I don't know if it's still called dubstep, but, uh, there's a lot of that music, basically electronica and fucking crazy shit like that. Um, Skrillex, I like a lot of Skrillex shit. Um, 
there's a whole lot of other other music in there that like that I like and I like it because I can play drums to it and uh, and change it up and and all sorts of other crazy shit while listening to it Um, what else oh and what I meant by the poppy shit is that it's manufactured right processed or manufactured for a certain outcome and I don't I don't necessarily like it. It's more so for the outcome of making money and indoctrination, and, and that bothers me. Um, you know, there's a lot of poppy shit. I, I just don't like poppy stuff. I, I hate boy bands. Um, Justin Bieber is a douche. Uh, what else? One Direction. What? It's just like a younger, gayer version of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and uh, they were gay when they were out, too. Um, same with NSYNC. I remember my buddies who... And this also might be why I have a certain chip on my shoulder when it comes to certain music. I had friends that were, I hate snobs of any sort, and they were fucking music snobs. These guys had, their whole intention was to find music that other people weren't listening to and and try and listen to it first. And that just fucking rubbed me the wrong way, you know? It was like, God, dude, really? That's what you're doing? You, you gotta be the first, you gotta be, you know, you got, you're so unique that you gotta find what nobody else is into beforehand, so the fuck what, just be normal, and that shit'll naturally happen, but, uh, I remember they, they used to fucking stick up for NSYNC and shit, yeah, they write their own music, it's gay music, dude, what the fuck, I don't give a flying fuck if they write their own music, it's gay, like, quit it, and then it turns out that one of them is gay, <laughs> I was just fucking around. Uh, it was feminine. It was very feminine music, and it turns out one of them's gay. Okay, well, uh, I didn't see that coming, or maybe I did. Um, so yeah, I'm into all sorts of different types of music. What else is there? Rap. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of gangster rap. Uh, there's a there's a lot of fakeness in that too. Uh, the manufacturing and whatnot, and uh, I'm eventually going to talk about that on the the Black Podcast. What? The black episode. Um, I keep talking about what I haven't made yet. I've attempted it, but I'm, I'm going to. I want it to be good. So, um, and, and I mean, if you look at somebody like uh, Wiz Khalifa, really? You're going to sit there and you're going to talk that gangster rap shit, dude? You, you look like a, a feminine version of Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> like, you're, you're a nerd is what you are. Um... But no, I like, uh, I'm not a big fan of Kanye, never, well, I guess at one point I was, when he came out with Jesus Walks and all that, uh, the, what was it, college, the college something, education, EP or something, I was alright, and then he started getting, um, narcissistic, and I was like, ah, I don't feel like listening to your shit anymore, I wasn't a big fan of when he came out and supported Donald Trump either, I was like, man, people are gonna jump on this bandwagon, he's, uh, he's crazy, He's narcissistic and crazy. He's like a high schooler. When I watched him jump up on stage and take the mic from uh, Taylor Swift, who has, by the way, done a serious uh, uh, 180, um, she, uh, or when I saw him do that, it was just like watching somebody in high school try to get attention, seeking attention, you know, and it just bothered the fuck out of me. So when he came out for... It's not that I don't want him to support Donald Trump. That's fine and all. But look at the crazy shit that he did. Like, beware of people like that. It's, uh, I don't know if 
if I want to be in the same vicinity as that person because they're going to do some crazy things and it's not going to look so hot. However, you know, I'm not going to shit on it if you if you listen to them or if you, you know, like them or anything. That's fine. You know, you like what you want. But I'm still going to stick to my guns. Boy bands are trash, dude. Uh, oh, fucking uh, Kid Rock. Yes. I've been to one of his concerts, dude. This was right after. Like, I've been to numerous 311 concerts. And they were so awesome. They were fucking fantastic. Tons of energy. Great sets. All sorts. You know, love their music. Um, loved getting high and listening to their music. It was awesome. But then this one year, I went to go see him. It was about three years back. Went and saw them, and they're older. They're like 10 years older than me, and uh, I think it was just, uh, I think it was one of the two things, maybe a combination of both. They're older, which means, you know, they're past their 40s. That testosterone isn't kicking in as much, and so they're a little bit more tired. But not just that. It might have been that they were on the tail end of their tour, and so they're tired from touring. They all have families. They all have kids. You know, they're tired, and I get that, but I also paid money clown, so, you know, get up there and make me laugh type situation. Now, I'm not calling them clowns. I'm just pointing out, you know, what the what the uh, process is. I give you money, you do something for me. And uh, they just didn't have a lot of energy. And uh, I walked away going, man, I don't know if I'm going to go to another concert. Because I don't like being around that many people. I don't like fucking bumping into shoulders and shit. I like seeing hotties. <laughs> that could be taken either way. I like looking at pretty girls, okay? Um, but besides that, I don't like being around a lot of people, especially stinky hippies and shit like that. Ugh, no thanks. Take a shower. And I'm the type, I don't know if it's my Murphy's Law or what it is, but I always have the most ridiculous fucking troublesome people that I'm like a magnet for them in a big area. It's like the worst people end up coming close to me and it's almost a fist fight. So to finish my story after a goddamn phone call, um, so it was just real low energy and I didn't think I was going to go to another concert. And then, uh, my cousin was like, all right, dude, let's go to, let's go to Kid Rock. I was like, you know what? Deal. I haven't been to a Kid Rock concert ever. I've always liked his music. I'm not the biggest fan of him going country, but you know, I dig it. He's doing his thing, whatever. Um, he's a grandfather, by the way. I didn't know if you know that. So, and he's, yeah, he's about 10, 15 years older than me. And, uh, you know, he does a shit ton of concerts. And when he comes to Detroit, being that he's from here, uh, he, he fixed the prices so that they're $20 tickets and all sorts of crazy shit. Kid Rock is fucking cool. He is a cool dude. Um, and I like his politics. But anyway, when he put on that fucking show, dude, this grandfather, this... 10, 15 year older guy than me got on stage and the energy that came out of that dude was awesome. I mean, it reset mine. It like filled my, my battery back up. That sounds like a, like a gay metaphor. Um, but it was, it was fantastic, man. Fucking got the crowd going all the songs. He still fucking sings ball with the ball and all that other shit. And, uh, it was just a fun concert. So, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Kid Rock. There's a nice little story for you. But, uh, is there anything else? I think that's it. I mean, you're going to see, you're going to hear the other episodes that I'm going to put on here. I think there's one that's, that I did on Father's Day and never put out. So happy belated Father's Day. I did enjoy mine. 
Uh, my kids are phenomenal. I'm a father because of them, and I love them to death. And um, I do all of this because of them, by the way. Uh, I don't talk about them enough. Um, I'll have to have a whole episode of why I love my kids. And also, all the times that I've threatened to strangle them. <laughs> Any parent knows what I'm talking about. Don't take that shit out of context. But um, be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal. <laughs>